It feels like it's been six months, but it's only been three weeks. Two weeks, actually. Um, fuck, so much has happened. It's been a busy period. Um, I was supposed to work. Work? I was supposed to record last week, but, you know, time got away from me, and I was like, you know what? I'm enjoying this uh, t-shirt super baggy today. Um, I'm enjoying this t-shirt, and I'm enjoying this time off. Um, just chill banging. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll record next week. It's fine. No rush. Um, my thought process was better to take an extra week now than to like lose like stop midway through um so my plan is now once i'm back which is today um i'm gonna record until episode 50 because i reckon when you get to episode 50 that's when you're officially a podcaster so you know home stretch 11 episodes and we're there so i've been planning been planning a few episodes um in my time off um and yeah, we're back, ready to fucking roll. So much has happened. Jeez, I went away to Torquay with Caitlin. Easter happened, Anzac Day. I've done so much training. I've done so much eating, and I've done so much napping. It's been fucking great. Um, spent heaps of time playing with the dogs, fucking around. Lots of time napping. Lots of time sleeping. Lots of time sitting there, zoning out, doing nothing, which has been great. I like doing that. It's good fun. Great way to stay in shape. Um, but yeah, it feels like I've had forever off. It feels like I haven't spoken to the microphone. I like I was sitting down just now, getting ready for it, and I was like, "What did I used to do? I don't know how I used to lead into it. I don't know how I used to prep. I don't know how I used to like. Almost forgot what app I used to record." ridiculous um it's been that long it's only been two weeks insane but yeah just didn't have the energy last week um and then i really like this topic the topic that i've picked which is alcohol and like life and alcohol and training um i wanted to put a lot of research in it but i actually wanted to have a crack i didn't want to like half-ass it because it's something that you know especially the alcohol and life thing it's something that i've dealt with um, pretty close. So I was like, no, you know what? I want to put solid effort into this. And last week I just didn't have the energy to give a hundred percent to planning out the episode properly and finding information and doing proper research and all that kind of stuff. I just didn't have the energy to do all that properly. Um, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm better off, you know, taking an extra week than putting up something that's half-assed because, that's shit no one wants that and you can tell you can tell when something's been half-assed um and like someone hasn't done the full extent of the research and preparation they could have done i'm not about that so here we are a week later getting ready to fucking roll um like i said so much has been happening i'm super thirsty today had a very sweaty trainer set this morning and then went and did some strength work um but yeah so what has happened since i last recorded last recorded um i'm also going to cap this at like 30 minutes i think my maybe 25 30 minutes depending on what i'm talking about capping my rambling at the start because i got a lot of get into today um i suspect this episode on alcohol is going to be like two maybe three parts i did a lot of research over the past week and i got a lot of stuff that i got to touch off so i reckon it might be a very long one which is cool we're all about the the long ones um splitting them into multiple parts i think i'm gonna stick with when i do a two-parter i'm looking at a pimple on my arm i gotta stop getting distracted when i do a two-parter i think i'm gonna stick with like the five minute intro then roll back into the the second part or the third part and then finish off with just talking trash about the week because um like you, if you come or not if you're listening to them back to back you kind of want to get straight into it you know what i mean like you want to listen to part one finish part one and then almost roll straight into part two not finish part one listen to fucking trash talk and then roll into part two and then listen to more trash talk um so yeah i think i'm gonna stick to that that structure, that plan. Anyway, my watch keeps going off. So, what has been happening? Right after I recorded last time, I went to Torquay with Caitlin, and it was fucking great. Um, the weather was it was kind of chilly, actually. I thought it was going to be warm. I was like, it's going to be hot. We got to the beach, um, but we got there. It wasn't warm. It wasn't super hot. It was nice. It was sunny. Um, we spent two nights, so we only spent Thursday night, no Wednesday night, and Thursday night. And then came back Friday, because Friday was Good Friday, that's right. Um, 
so yeah, it took Thursday completely off from training. I was like, no, I'm going to sleep in. It's going to be great. You know, a nice little uh, Airbnb at the back of someone's garage. I was like, you know what? It'll be fine. I'll sleep in, you know, slow start to the morning. We'll go get a coffee. It'll be fucking sweet. Slept in. Uh, actually, no, that was a lie. I didn't sleep in at all. I woke up at 5.30, 6 o'clock. I think I woke up at 5.30 and I was like, tried to go back to sleep and I couldn't get... No, I woke up at 5, tried to go back to sleep, couldn't get back to sleep, got up at 5.30 and then just started cutting up podcast clips because I was like, what else am I going to fucking do? So that was fun. Did that for a bit. Um, then what else did we do? We went... That's right. So we went to a cafe on Thursday morning. It's all flooding back to me right now. Um, memories, crazy. Yeah, I went to a cafe Thursday morning. We were sitting there, you know, ordered a big, they had like big bowls of coffee. It was fucking awesome. Um, and these people were like having a business meeting at the table next to us. And I just couldn't help but eavesdrop because it was, I thought it was, you know, just interesting. They had, they were having a Zoom meeting on loudspeaker. No one had headphones. Everyone had like one guy had his phone on speakerphone with someone. Then they had a Zoom call going with that same person. And they had someone else in on Zoom and there were two of them there. So there was like four people having a meeting out loud at a cafe. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Surely you would put headphones in and try and keep that chick to yourself, not let everyone hear what's happening. Um, just fucking insane for me i was i was just sitting there listening making fun of them because you know what else am i gonna do in the morning with a coffee just sit there talking shit um as i do best so that was fun went strawberry picking that was also fun realized strawberry picking is the biggest um scam in the business of scams because you pay money to go and pick strawberries for yourself instead of paying money to get strawberries and have someone pick them for you, you pay money to go in there and pick them, which is ridiculous, but at the same time, it was good fun, I had a blast, it was good just talking shit, um, I ate, I made it fair by eating one strawberry every time I put one strawberry in the punnet, so I tried to balance out the odds there, um, filled myself up, because I ate so many strawberries, didn't even need to eat lunch, it was great, then... What did we do? Most of the time, so we spent most of the time playing Mario Kart, which I didn't expect, um, to be honest. I didn't expect to be playing Mario Kart. I thought that we'd be watching Netflix most of the time. But no, we got there and Caitlin was like, I brought my Switch. You want to play Mario Kart? And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, set it up. So we like dragged the couch around in front of the TV to a better spot. Then like moved a bunch of different furniture in front of us so we could make like a, like a day bed. Um, we both just lay there for fucking hours playing tournament after tournament of Mario Kart and it was fucking awesome. It was so good. We did that, then we'd go and eat and then we'd come back and play more Mario Kart um, and just, you know, do a bunch of cool shit, which was the fucking best. So we basically played Mario Kart and ate food on and off for the entire week or the entire two days we were there um, and that was just the best. Like, we were driving home and we were both like, we didn't even go to the beach. And it was like, oh, shit, yeah, true. We went down to the beach to not go to the beach. But, like, I was like, I had so much fun. I don't give a fuck. Like, it was um, it was awesome. So we literally just sat there playing Mario Kart and eating snacks. Um, and then I realized I had a problem with buying vegan Easter eggs because it's a novelty, because it's still a novelty to me that you can buy a vegan Easter egg. I was like, oh, every time I saw one, I was like, vegan Easter egg, vegan Easter egg, vegan Easter egg. I ended up with like nine. I've still got them. I haven't eaten any of them. I haven't eaten all of them yet. I'm working my way through slowly, but you get sick of chocolate. So yeah, because it's still a novelty to me that they're they're making vegan Easter eggs and each year more and more come out. This year, I just didn't anticipate there being as many as there was. And I just bought so many that it... Um, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a smart move on my behalf. And then you get given Easter eggs from other people, which means that my nine turned into like 12. And I was like, oh man, what am I fucking supposed to do here? So I've just been slowly, you know, I'll have a little couple, couple of pieces before I go to bed at night, trying to chip through it and, you know, eventually get them down to zero Easter eggs. But if you want some, ask me and I'll give you one. Because I'm, I'm getting sick of eating them all. Otherwise, what else happened? Um, yeah, so, no, that's right. Um, I wasn't going to train on th Friday either. Good Friday. I wasn't 
supposed to train on Good Friday. I was supposed to do a swim and a run on Saturday. But I really didn't want to have to go for, a, a, like a, I think it was a 22K run, which is like uh, hour 40, hour 50-ish. Um, and I didn't really want to do that on Saturday morning and then, uh, then have to go and swim afterwards because like nearly two hours of activity and then having to change activities to do another hour, hour and a half is annoying. Um, it's not like going for a four-hour ride. That's fine because it's four hours of the same thing. Whereas you got a two-hour ride and a two-hour run, it's like, ah, it's just annoying. It's a bit more inconvenient. Um, so I decided to run Friday afternoon when we got back from Torquay. And it was different. It was warm, um, but it was good because I said to Caitlin, pick me up in Eltham. So I ran from my house to Eltham and it was about, it was 20, just over 22 Ks. Um, and it was actually pretty good. So I'm glad I did that, ticked that off. That way, all I had to do on Saturday was swim, which was fantastic, way better than having to run beforehand. And then obviously that leads us into Good Friday weekend. Um, which, what did I do Good Friday? No, Good Friday I ran. The Easter Saturday, I swam. Easter Sunday, I rode King Lake three times. Um, I woke up, like I felt rough as on Saturday. I think I, I think I overextended, um, on, I don't know what was going on, but I remember wake, I remember going to bed Saturday night thinking, man, tomorrow's gonna suck. And I woke up early because I wanted to get shit done because we were going to Caitlin's house for, lunch and then we're coming back to my house because uh, we had family over as well um so i was like got up i woke up and i was like this is gonna fucking suck but you know what just get up go leave in the dark finish early and it'll be fine um and i planned on riding king lake three i did ride king lake three times because instead of planning a i think it was, i think i had a three and a half hour ride from memory Instead of planning a three and a half hour ride, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ride King Lake up and down until I get to three hours and then I'll turn around and come home because I know it takes me about half an hour to get home from there. Um, And it was actually fucking awesome. Like I remember getting to the top before it was light for the first one. I was like, great, that doesn't count because now it's going to be light. It's going to be a different course completely. So I went down, came back up again and that was fucking sweet. And then the third one... I was like, man, this is the third one. I'm just going to try and enjoy this one. So I did, you know, took it in, enjoyed it. It was a bit warmer by then. Um, I got home before nine o'clock, I think. I think I got home like 8.30, which was fucking awesome. Great time. I think I left at 5.30 in the morning. Uh, But it was, yeah, it was fucking great fun. Um, Because like... You'll only know this if you ride, but planning out riding routes, especially if you have a programmed time or a programmed distance, is a bit of a pain in the ass. See, if you want to, so for anyone driving, the general rule of thumb is to divide it by two. So if I've got a three and a half hour ride, divide that by two, it'll be, what's that? An hour 45, I think, um, drive. So that's how you work out basically how far I've ridden. You generally divide it by two. Unless you're talking straight country road where you're driving 100 k's an hour around like suburbia kind of stuff. General rule of thumb is just divide it by two. So if I'm riding for four hours, it's going to take you two hours to ride to drive that route. Um, so it's a pain in the ass to plan sometimes because you think how far can you drive in, you know, your two hours. It's like, fuck, where are we going to go? A two hour drive is pretty hectic. So sometimes trying to plan it is more, requires more mental capacity than it's worth. I'd rather just go out and hit the same part multiple times until I get to a certain time and then I can just go home. Um, I do that sometimes with the Strathuan road. Like I'll just hit it. I think I was doing that in the lead up to Geelong, I was just hitting it back and forth until I got to a certain time and I was like, great, let's go home. Um, because it's just easier that way. Like you can just focus, you can put more effort into actually riding than having to think about where I'm going to go next and all this kind of crap. So that's what I did Sunday morning Then ate all the food at Caitlin's house for, for lunch, which was great. She made this chocolate and ginger tart, which she wasn't happy about, but it was amazing. I remember eating it for like four days after I'd have a little bit every night and actually, no, I had it in the morning as well. Um, before some training sessions, I was like, yeah, I'll have some of this. I'll have like a little slither. It was really good. So unhealthy, so disgustingly unhealthy. It was ridiculous. She put in like, oh, I had like a whole can of coconut cream 
then like a whole bag, like I'm talking 400 grams, 500 grams of vegan chocolate chips. And I'm pretty sure there was sugar in there as well. And then the base was four packets of Oreos without the, the cream, which is fucked so bad. So many calories, so much sugar, so much processed crap, but it was really good. So um, I ate that. So we, yeah, I ate a bunch of food at her house and we came back here and it was fucking hectic. You know, we had like, I think it was like 20 people at my house. Um, mum's side of the family, which was crazy. It was very hectic day. So much socializing. Like I literally took, had to take myself to like the bathroom a couple of times and just sit there and be like, okay, come on. Just silence, silence, re like regather my thoughts to get ready to go again because it was just so much hectic, hecticness going on out there. Um, and then Monday rolled around and I was like, I don't feel like talking much today because I've just, I'm socialed out. I think it was Easter Monday. I don't remember what I did on Monday, but I was like, I'm socialed out today. Um, I've just spent so much time talking shit. It's insane. And then I was exercising. What, are the, what was I doing? I was doing something and I came to the thought process. I was like, man, I don't actually know how Jesus died. Like I know he died on the cross, but then he fucking was resurrected, wasn't he? So then how did he die? Did he like, you know, keep on living for a bit and then just die of old age? Or did he like just disappear one day? I might actually Google it because I never, I was supposed to Google this before this episode, but um, I never got around to that actually died now hopefully they give me what it says in the bible here we go all right in the bible um i went to a catholic school i should know this but i don't in the synoptic gospels matthew mark luke so named because they have a similar narrative in contrast to john jesus is said to have been crucified and died after the passover meal on passover day it doesn't really help me much um According to four Gospels, Jesus brought the piece of a skull and crucified with two thieves in charge of claiming King of Jews as soldiers. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing. When, let's just find out when Passover is then, hey? When is Passover? 2022. And ended. Started Friday the 15th. So it's... Okay. So he died at the end of the weekend. That's weird. I thought he survived. I thought he was resurrected after he got crucified whatever um so there you go he did die on easter weekend i thought like he came back to life and then he lived on for a bit um but yeah learn something new every day learn something new every day um but otherwise if i was to summarize easter weekend basically ate a lot of food ate a lot of chocolate and now i think i have a sugar problem because i've just been eating excess sugar lately i even bought this almond no soy milk for coffees no milky i think it's almond milk I don't usually buy almond milk, so that's weird for me. But anyway, I bought this almond milk for my coffees and it's like milky almond milk. And it says no, it says low in sugar or something like that. And I was like, oh, awesome. Bought it. So sweet. I was like, this has got added sugar in it because it's delicious. Um, and I checked and it does. It has added sugar, which I thought was weird. Why would they write low in sugar when they've added sugar to it? Anyway, um, bar that conspiracy pretty good so i think i'm gonna keep it like i know that it's got added sugar but it's really yummy in coffee so i think i'll keep it for a bit um see how we go it's on it's been on special lately so i've just been buying it and then when it goes off special i might stop but um for now i'm just gonna enjoy it i know it's got added sugar but it's delicious then what weekend did we face after that after that we faced anzac week weekend week weekend anzac weekend Anzac week and then Anzac weekend and then Anzac day on the Monday, I think. Anyway. Damn. Um, yeah, I don't really know what happened that week. Uh, I just remember it going very, very fast, doing a bunch of things. I don't really know. It was just kind of like it started and then it stopped. And then, yeah, that's it. I don't really remember what happened that week. I just remember I trained, which I'm going to touch on all my training in a bit um i figured i'd just you know try and lot it together because you don't want to hear me go into depth about explicit details about my training because i do a lot of it and it would be very boring um if you're not into training that much anyway anzac week you know flew through that on anzac day i'm pretty sure i had three naps in a day 
or was that the Sunday? No, that was the Sunday before Anzac Day. Woke up, went for my run. I did tour to Zenden. So I ran from um, home to Zenden, got a cookie and a coffee, and then Caitlin picked me up. We came back home, had a shower, fell asleep again for an hour or so. Then like went to the shops, got stuff for dinner, prepped dinner, I think, and then had another nap. And then I'm pretty sure we put dinner on. No, we almost had dinner. It was almost dinner time and I was like, you know what, I've got time for a nap, had another nap and then had dinner and then fell asleep that night. It was great. Um, what did we do on the Monday? The Monday, so on Anzac Day, we took the dogs, Axel and Huddy, for a wash. Um, and then the plan was, because it was a nice day, it was like, we'll take them for a wash. And then I had a run programmed and I was like, you can walk, Caitlin can walk Hudson. while I run Axel and they'll hopefully dry off and we don't have to waste money using the dryer at the, the um, dog wash thing. So that worked out well. I initially planned on just, to, oh, almost cramped, risky. I initially planned on just taking Axel for a run for the first like I think the first four or five Ks of my like warm up before I actually got into the intervals. But I went out and he was just itching to go. So I was like, I'll see how you go for the first, like we, we, he ran way quicker for the first two Ks, which I expected him to do because he usually does that. Usually goes out way too hot. Um, and then the next two Ks, I was like, see how he holds on for that. And he was keeping pace. And I was like, you know what? We're running basically. He basically made me run my four or five warm-up Ks at my effort pace that I was supposed to do later in the run. So I was like, you know what, fine, we're just going to keep going. And as long as you keep holding pace, we'll be fine. Um, so he did, he held pace. I ended up doing the whole run with him. And then we met up with Caitlin and Huddy and we just walked until we, you know, got back to the car, which was fucking great. Um, they were both dry, which was awesome um he fucking crushed it i'm so surprised at his f his endurance and his running ability when he like i take him for a run every now and then but not enough to think that he can you know hold pace with me so hats off to the little man um but training's going really well at the moment which i'll touch on in a bit otherwise what's what happened next the um i'm trying to sorry i got a bunch of little talk points that i'm removing and I'm just going to put them down the bottom under general because I feel like that's where they sit anyway post Anzac week which was last week yeah fucking hell man it's been so much stuff so much shit's been happening there was a spider living in my car um I was driving one day and all of a sudden from the uh from the fucking what do you call it the sun visor I was driving all of a sudden from the sun visor this fucking spider just drops in front of me and I was like oh shit smacked it and it went flying into the other side of my car and I was like oh okay um all right let's just try and ignore that and I like kind of left it and then I saw it running along the dash and I was like okay I know it's there now great and then it like kind of went into the door the the door seal I was like cool when I stop I'll get rid of it I stopped opened the door it was gone I was like this is fucking great so I um, decided to name him Alfredo and then, you know, I got to my next destination and opened my passenger door to get my backpack out and he fell out and landed on the ground and ran away and I was like, cool, Alfredo is now out of my car. Um, but since then, I have found several little spiders interfering with my business, putting spider webs across my mirror, like across my dash. So I think Alfredo had babies and they are in my car, which is annoying i don't like killing spiders i have a rule if you're in my bedroom i am if you're in my bed you're dead basically um if you are in my bedroom you're okay as long as you are not a white tail or a red back if you're a huntsman i'm going to put you outside um so i really only don't like white tails red backs they're not really inside so it's okay i just white tails are my like if i see a white tail i'm sorry but it's gonna die just because they're risky everything else is fine i don't give a shit as long as you're not in my bed do whatever you want um so that, that's my rule around spiders so these guys are just living in my car now um hopefully i'm trying to put them out slowly slowly like put them outside slowly slowly every time i see one i'm like all right we're gonna get rid of you um but yeah the family of spiders alfredo's Alfredo's bunch, I don't know, something like that, just living in my car, otherwise, I've just been trying to enjoy, enjoy time, enjoy just chilling out, kicking back, living life, um, 
living la vida loca i don't know what that means but I'm just trying to live i've got a fucking eyelash on my eye it's really annoying yeah i've been trying to chill what did i do on sunday i went for a run and i saw a fucking spaceship so i got up early intentionally because i was told that there was like jupiter an eclipse a jupiter eclipse or a saturn eclipse some form of eclipse and i was like all right may as well get up early in a run like looking for any excuse to get up early and exercise i am so i got up and it was at like 5 30 so i got up at five got myself ready got outside at like 5 30 just before five just before 5 30 i started running saw the eclipse it was cool and then in the distance in a different and like a northeasterly no not, not that doesn't make sense not, not in a southeasterly south southeast direction i saw that there was this like strip of lights it looked like yeah like a square a rec a long rectangle strip of lights and i was like well that's weird to be in the sky in that formation um and i looked at it and i was like okay stopped my run and focused on it for a bit and i was like what the fuck is that i don't i don't like that i was like this is not normal this is weird um and then it kind of just receded into the darkness and i was like well i just saw a spaceship um it was 5 30 in the morning and i was out in the complete darkness by myself because where i live there are no street lights and i was like well i just saw a fucking spaceship um this is interesting and then i just continued my run and just pondered those thoughts for a bit jumping at every noise that there was um fun fact possums love jumping from tree to tree and scaring the shit out of you and then i got to like i needed to go to the toilet so i stopped and i did some quick googling uh and then i realized i think it was i think there's 60 spacex satellites that kind of like orbit the earth in formation and i was like oh okay cool so i was at a spaceship and then i was kind of bummed out that i didn't see a spaceship um but yeah that happened which was pretty fucking cool for a moment there otherwise how has training been going over the past three weeks for me well let's just say it's been going really good i'm feeling fucking great um um i was feeling super strong in absolutely everything except swimming swimming wasn't feeling good until this week so swimming wasn't feeling really good because i've been trying to change my technique since going and swimming with the doncaster dolphins i got given some tips that my swimming probably wasn't as efficient as it should be um meaning i was using my hand as my paddle or as my um lever let's say paddle i was using my hand as my paddle when in reality is i should be using from fingertip to elbow as my paddle um so instead of just breaking at the wrist and pulling the water through with my hand i should be breaking at the elbow and pulling the water through with my hand and my forearm and that has trying to make that change of the past month has just lit my whole lats up because it's just requiring require requiring requiring i was thinking of myself subconsciously before man i'm really good at speaking i can speak really clearly i sound really good this is fantastic and then i did that not important so it requires me to use more lats and pull through and if you've ever swum with paddles before you know how like much harder it is to try and get drive through the water and it blows your lats up quicker it's basically been like swimming with paddles the entire time um, for the last month and for the first time the other night i actually swam really fast and it felt really good with the new technique i've just been trying to subconsciously break at the elbow first before pulling through so swimming is gonna start feeling great which is awesome i'm swimming again tomorrow so hopefully fingers crossed that um it, i fly through the water like i did the other day it's fucking sick also just to add in swimming with other people is the fucking bomb man swimming by yourself is rough but swimming with a bunch of other people just makes it so much better. Um, I guess it's like training with other people. I guess it's like training with other people too. It just makes life way better. Makes a session better. Makes everything flow better. So um, do more training with other people. Anyway, what else happened? Killer training sessions of note. I already touched on hitting King Lake three times. And I already touched on Tour de Zenden. And I already touched on seeing spaceships. But one thing I did want to mention is I did an air bike session. No, I did an air bike challenge at BFT and Monty. And then I um, 
it was like a couple of sets. It was five sets and you had to accumulate max calories over those five sets. First set was, it was 20, 20 on, 15 off, 20 on, 15 off. Then it was 15 on, 10 off, 15 on, 10 off, 15 on, 10 off. And you had to get max calories on the air bike. And I was like, fuck it. Let's see what I can get. Um, I wasn't going to do it, but then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Do it and see what you can get to. And then I knew that I had to hit the first two sets pretty hard. And then I knew I just had to hold around 120 RPM for the last three and I would be fine. Hit the first one felt pretty rough um hit the second one and the last two seconds i was like i can't do this shit anymore i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it and then hit the third one held what i needed to hold and managed to hold what i needed to hold for the the the, the, uh, rest of the sets got off tasting blood coughing and then went to my psychologist and i was like yeah sorry if i start coughing i did a session that's made me taste blood and i'm coughing and she's like, what the fuck? And I was like, what do you mean? Have you never, like, have you done, have you not done a session before where you have, you know, pushed yourself so hard that you start tasting blood in the back of your throat and you get a bit of a raspy cough? And she's like, no, what the fuck are you on about? She's like, I'm going to work this out physiologically. And she came to the conclusion that she's like, you must have burst capillaries in your lungs and your lungs are trying to push that blood out through your cough, um, through your, through airways. And I was like, oh shit. She's like, you know, think of it like dust, except instead of dust in your lungs, it's blood. And I was like, that's kind of gross. Um, so maybe I'm going to only do that every couple of weeks, not every week. Um, that taste blood attitude ain't ain't good because I can't imagine bursting fucking blood vessels in your lungs is a good thing. So yeah, I um, may not do that as much anymore. But that, that's basically been a good summary of training, except one more thing to add. This is something of note um, because I'm just writing it in. I am doing a barbell course in two weeks and I need, it's a, it's a strong first barbell course. And if you're familiar with that, it means you've got to do testing and you've got to get strong. Um, in order to pass the course you do have six months after the course to hit the lifts but basically i need a deadlift double body weight i need to bench press 1.25 times body weight uh, both for one rep which is i need to deadlift 200 kilos i need to bench press 125 kilos i'll need to overhead press 67 percent of body weight for five reps which means i'm gonna have to strict press 67 kilos for five reps which i've never done in my entire life i've never bench pressed more than 100 um, i've deadlifted 200 before which is fine but never brent never benched that never pressed that then i've got a back squat 100 kilos for five reps which i can do um and then i think that's it yeah cool so I have to prepare for that um, over the next six months because I've got the course in two weeks, but I'm not going to be able to hit those lifts in two weeks' time. So I'm going to have to get strong as fuck over the next six months. So by the end of the year, hopefully, I will be able to shift that much weight. So my ch- training has is going to change, not drastically. Uh, my try training is going to stay exactly the same, but my strength sessions are actually going to be strength sessions now they're going to be like proper you know five by five five sets five reps of tempo shit like for example on monday it was five sets uh of six reps of five second negative back squats um no was it pause squats no it was back squats paused uh sorry five second negative back squats which are fucking rough so I'm just, it's just literally the focus is going to be on just getting strong. So I'm going to be, you know, no, none of this superset and shit, none of this ski erg in my strength sessions. It's going to be just pure fucking weights to try and get strong for this course. So yeah, very excited. Um, it's going to, I'm excited to see where I can actually get to because I've never actually dedicated. I was talking to Ben about this the other day. I've never dedicated a proper session to actually strength like all the strength stuff i've done has been with a bunch of other shit and even then back in the day when i was actually strong like the way i like to look at it is when i was strong i used to be able to deadlift 150 kilos for 15 reps over like five sets like as in i could do five sets of 15 at 150 which was ridiculous but back then i was like i was struggling with my eating disorder so i wasn't fueling properly whereas now i'm fueling properly i eat well you know i try and recover pretty hard 
So I'm excited to see how strong I can actually get by dedicating time to it. And I was saying to him this morning that like, I thought I had a pretty good brace, um, but I've realized over this week's training, just three sessions of this new program that I'm following, I was like, my brace is horrible. I braced properly today and for the first time ever, front squats, which suck for me, felt great. And I was like, this is this is good. Like, I'm going to learn a new skill. I'm going to develop a new skill. I'm going to develop experience in training a different way, which I'm all about. Like, I love having experience in a bunch of different areas through a bunch of different things because it, it, it's, it's just helpful to have that knowledge. It's helpful to have um, experience doing a bunch of different things because if people come to you wanting to know, having questions and wanting to know things about certain things, you know, odds are I've experienced that similar feeling. I've been in that position before and I've learned it. Like now I've done a bit of ultra running, Ironman, triathlon, swimming, all that shit. I've done functional fitness. I've done like short, sharp, hard workouts. Like I can break you in fucking three minutes if I need to. I can do long, long sessions. And now I'm going to learn the strength aspect of it. Like I'm, it's fucking exciting. So I'm keen. I'm getting strong. I'm getting strong. Um, I do have other notes that I should probably touch on, but I'm not going to because I feel like we need to get into the, the juice of today's topic. Um, I'm going to pause for a sec. All right, we're back. I just paused to refresh my memory. Um, not refresh my memory, but like recalibrate, take a good drink. So I'm not drinking on the air too much. Um, I always get thirsty when I'm recording my podcast. Caitlin always jokes because I don't drink enough water ever. I'm always dehydrated. Um, I put it down to I don't drink enough when I train and I train so much that sometimes it doesn't doesn't do me any good. So whenever I record a podcast, I make up for my lack of drinking during the day <clears throat> and I just drink like 17 liters in the course of a fucking hour podcast. Anyway, onto the topic, the main, the juice, the beans, the tofu, I'm, I'm killing time while I figure out where I'm, how I'm going to present this. Um, basically, alcohol consumption and training, but not only training, alcohol consumption and life as well, but I'll get to the life later on. First up, we're going to tick off the training aspect of things. Um, I put a lot of effort into the research of this one. I learned a lot in the process too. Um, but I'm not a fucking scientist, so I'm going to deliver you this information in a pretty general nature. I did make sure I found articles and studies that referenced proper things and wasn't just some dude like me rambling on the internet making stuff up. Um, I did vet it. I tried to vet it as best as I could. And a lot of it makes kind of like kind of makes sense if you if you know the physiological nature of things. So I'm going to intro this topic by starting with the simple stuff. Like what type of drink, what types of drinking are there? Like the definitions, classifications of each. So alcoholism slash dependency is where you can't not have a drink. Um, it's something that you can actually die from if you detox without the supervision of a professional or something like that. Your body like like freaks out without having it. Um, in other words. So it's you, you're dependent on it, which means your body needs it. And if you don't give it to your body, your body flips out and doesn't like it. So like if you don't have it, you're going to go through withdrawals. It's much like caffeine, actually, except on a more extreme level. Like I said, you can die from not detoxing from alcohol properly. Then there is excessive drinking. And this one is, this includes drinking um like binge drinking is, I think, four or more drinks for women, five or more drinks for men during a single occasion. Um, heavy drinking is eight or more drinks per week for women and 15 or more drinks per me uh, per week for men. Um, people who drink excessively are generally not alcoholics or alcohol dependent. But then again, it depends completely on how you feel and how you respond to that. Like if you feel the need to drink every day, then you're probably alcohol dependent. Um, and then drinking in moderation is defined as one drink or less a day for women and two drinks or less a day for men, um, which I think is like, that's probably the ex extreme. Like if you're having one drink a day, that's like, to, I mean, to me, that seems like a lot. It's probably not. Like if you have a glass of wine at night, it's not a big deal. Um, but as we will touch on in a second, 
it's more of a big deal than you think it is. Um, so yeah, there's alcoholism, excessive drinking, and then there's drinking in moderation. Excessive drinking covers a few range of things, like it could be binge drinking or it could be drinking, you know, a certain number of drinks throughout the course of the week. Um, moving on to the health risks. So the short-term health risks of alcohol, of drinking alcohol, uh, alcohol poisoning and accidents caused by poor judgment and the uh, deception of alcohol. Then we get into the long-term health risks, which are high blood pressure, heart disease, liver disease, digestive issue, digestive issues, immunal weaknesses, learning and memory problems, depression and anxiety, social problems, i.e. family and job-related issues, and alcohol dependence, which are shit. So long-term issues of drinking regularly and if you're dependent on it are not good issues like like the way you look at alcohol alcohol is a toxin it's a poison and the reason it makes you feel good is your body's response to that poison um so like i don't know it's like for me personally as i'll touch on later when i get around to the like social aspects of alcohol for me it's a soft spot not a soft spot a hard spot let's not say hard spot, it's a spot that I don't really like that much, so I don't drink, um, I rarely drink, I think the last time I had a drink was New Year's Eve, and I accidentally drank more than I wanted to, because I hadn't drunk in so long, that I went and accidentally bought double strength drinks, because I was like, oh, these look cool, they're in a black can, and then they got me, so even then, I probably only had four, um, but I don't like drinking, it's mainly because I like getting up early and doing stuff in the morning, and if I drink, I don't get to do that, so... And there's other reasons, obviously, which I'll touch on later. Anyway, moving on. Stop stop fucking rambling, bro. Um, long-term risks leading to alcoholism and alcohol dependency. Once you're dependent on alcohol, it is really hard to stop. Um, it is a drug, and detoxing from it shouldn't be done alone. Like, if you are in, if you, if for whatever reason, if you are listening to this podcast and you think you have an alcohol dependency and you're like, you, you can't stop and you're really struggling, you can't do it alone or don't do it alone. Don't try and do it by yourself. Get the help. Get the help that's there and available um, because it, it can, like I said, you can fucking die from it. So, do it with the help of a professional uh, and get yourself clean in a good way, not in a rushed kind of, I'll do it fine way, because that could be dangerous. Um, but anyway, now that we've got the definitions and the you know, the overall kind of grasp of alcohol out of the way, which you all probably knew anyway, but I wanted to set this up properly so you got the information to fall back on. Anyway, now... Um, the first one, the first kind of lot I wanted to touch on was alcohol and its effects on training. Now, alcohol and fitness kind of have an opposing relationship. Alcohol generally results in declining fitness and hampers an individual individual's ability to achieve their fitness goals or perform. Because if you're like obviously if you've had a drink, if you've had a drink before you're exercising or a drink the day before you're exercising. You never feel 100% because you've had a shit sleep, like you're generally dehydrated, you're not functioning at your best ability, you're slower, like that's one of the effects alcohol has, it just slows everything down, um, you're, not, you're not functioning at your best. So on, a sur- on the surface level, alcohol affects training and performance immediately. Um, by slowing everything down, you feel sluggish, you feel shit, you feel slow, under-recovered, all that stuff. Um, Improving physical fitness through exercising more, eating better is usually one of the most common ways to combat alcoholism, and counteracts as one of uh, counteracts one of the many negative effects it has. So, in other words, generally speaking, if you exercise, train hard, eat well, feel better, you're gonna drink less because you feel better. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things that. Training and really wanting to look after your health goes hand in hand with drinking less anyway, because it's not something you want to do. Um, And I guess an aspect of that, a big part of that is like your relationship with alcohol and training with alcohol is your goals too. Like if you have, you know, goals that you're closing in on, um, like if you've got a really hard goal set, like you've got a challenge you're doing or um, 
you know, you're coming up to an event, you're just going to drink less because you know it impacts. Like, you know that alcohol makes it harder to do things. You know it makes things more difficult. So you're just going to drink less anyway, um, which means like but by saying fitness and alcohol have opposing relationships, it means like if you drink, you're going to be less fit. But if you're fit and you train, you're going to drink less. So basically, I don't even know. I've lost, I lost track of my thoughts, um, which happens a lot. So it's a great way to stay in shape. But basically what I'm saying is if you want to perform at your best, you can't be drinking around training. You, you can't. You know you can't because you obviously feel like if you've done it before, you feel shitty you don't feel your best so if you want to perform around your training you want to perform in training you want to feel better you want to feel stronger then you can't drink um so if you do have goals set to train maybe one of those like if you have a goal of performance like a certain level of performance or a composition a body composition goal or something like that you know that one of the first things that has to go is alcohol maybe special occasions if something really big comes up you can have a drink but you know, generally speaking, if you have big goals in the fitness performance kind of realm, alcohol is going to be the first thing that goes because it's not important. You don't need it um, unless you're dependent on it. Anyway, so effects on fitness and performance. Drinking alcohol in a regular pattern can negatively affect your performance in the gym, in sports and in everyday life. So some of the biggest effects alcohol has on the body is it, it's a says, it's a says, fucking hell, man. Deep breath, eh? Stop rushing. Calm down. Bring it down. We don't need a rush. Remember, this is one of the reasons we do podcasts is because we don't need a rush. If you're listening to this, it means I have your attention. I don't need to rush through what I'm saying. Um, so alcohol is a sedative. It slows down your body's function, much like maybe I should have a drink and slow down my body's function so I don't rush through this and talk too fast. It's a sed- Yeah, like I said, it's a sedative. It slows down your body's function weakens eye hand and eye coordination probably because it slows down your body's function you're seeing things and you're not reacting to them as quick because it slows down your body's function um it impairs your judgment again probably because it's slowing everything down slows reaction times again slowing everything down um and that's why obviously there's restrictions around drink driving because it slows your reaction time it slows your whole body down it feels like everything's in slow motion but it's not it's happening quick and you just can't react it's like you reach out and by the time you reach out it's already gone so it's just that's how it's going to affect your performance if you're slow you're functioning slow everything's slowed down you're not going to be up to scratch you're not going to be ready to go you're going to be buzzing um if you're wanting to perform your best in the gym, sports, or life, doing so with alcohol in your system isn't going to allow you to do so. Like you won't be, you'll be working at a handicap rate. You're going to be working at seventy percent when you could be coming in giving a hundred, and that's the biggest. You know, that's that's shit. If you want to give a hundred percent, you don't want to be rolling in giving seventy percent every day. Um, especially if you're having, you know, if you're rolling up feeling pretty rusty after a few drinks. Fuck that, man. I'd rather roll up. And give 100% and get 100% out of my sessions because you're spending that time, like you're spending that time there doing that session. Wouldn't you want to get 100% out of it? I know I would. If I'm giving, you know, 60 minutes of my day up to go and do a session and only give 50%, I may as well have done 100% for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you give 100% to that session? It's, you know, it's something I've learned the hard way. Um, instead of giving, you know, fucking junk intensity, go in there with a purpose and fulfill that purpose. Like for me at the moment, my strength training, you know, I have I have to go in there and hit um, my weights and my reps and hit the tempo and hit everything on the head. Go in there and give 100% to that session because it serves a purpose and that's strength. You know, my running sessions are different to my strength sessions, but they also have a purpose. And I want to give 100% to that purpose so I can get 100% of the results. I don't want to go in and give 60% and get 60% of the results. Fuck that. I'd rather maximize that shit. So basically, why would you want to handicap yourself? Go in there and you go and give 100% instead of, you know, handicapping yourself with a few too many drinks. Like I said, obviously, this is not... Um, depends on what your goals are. If you want to still... You know, if you're, all your friends go out and drink regularly and you hang out and you have a good time, why not? You know, you could even just cut, just say you usually go out and you have six drinks, cut it in half, have three instead. Slow it down, have a drink, 
have an alcoholic drink and a non-alcoholic drink. Alcoholic drink, non-alcoholic drink. Instead of having six alcoholic ones, alternate. Um, that way you're still there, you're still having fun. Like People are probably going to say shit, but who fucking cares? Um, you're looking after yourself. If that's like, if that's what you want to do, look after yourself. Do what you want to do. Like I, um, I always get looked at weird because I don't drink. But like, I mean, I do drink, but I don't. For me to actually go out and have an alcoholic drink, it needs to serve a valid purpose. Something that it's, it needs to be worth it for me. I need to justify it. I need to feel it. I need to feel it in my bones. If I feel it in my bones, then I'm gonna do it. Otherwise. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it if it's for someone else. I'm going to do it if it's for me. Um, anyway, moving on. There are common misconceptions out there where people assume that because they have a good diet, alcohol won't have an impact on their body. This is false. Having, a good, having good nutrition won't outweigh the negative effects of alcohol, much like training hard can't outweigh the effects of having a shitty diet. Um, like I've mentioned in the past, we need to strike up good balance between training, recovery, and nutrition. Keeping that balance is essential. If you throw something out, if you throw your nutrition out, your recovery is going to be out and your training is going to be shit. you got to keep that shit in equilibrium. Um, alcohol will disrupt this balance by interfering with your ability to recover. Like I said before, nutrition out, recovery out, everything's it's going to be whack. You don't want that. You want everything to be sitting in equilibrium. Um, all right, guys, I have decided to cut this week's episode off there. Um, I know we're just about to get into the juicy stuff. I was just about to talk about, um, how alcohol actually affects our recovery around training. Um, but I decided to, what are that? Yeah. Around training. So I, was, I decided to cut it there. Um, leave that for next week. Um, hopefully I've given you guys a bit of a lead into it. I went OT over time, um, talking about myself as usual. Love talking about myself. It's great. Um, but next week I promise you'll get a decent chunk and then I might spread this out over three weeks. I'm going to see how I go. I haven't edited anything yet. I haven't done anything um, in that respect yet. I've just got the raw recording, the raw footage, all the raw stuff. So now I've got to produce this podcast. Um, I guess that means now I can put that on my resume cause I'm a proper prod podcast, podcast producer, podcast producer. I'm j- jokes. It's already on my resume. Um, but yeah, still got to produce it and do all that stuff. So I don't really know what next week's episode is going to look like what topics are going to be in it but i know that this week's episode was a pretty good one um pretty good intro to the effects of alcohol around training um like next week's is pretty cool um we touch on it but i basically go into how alcohol prevents your body from recovering properly um with you know, through through drinking, through the, it, its effects on your protein synthesis and stuff like that. Sorry if I seem a bit zonked. I'm like an hour 45 in. It's been a long process, um, a lot of recording, a lot of voice. It's a lot of speaking, a lot of words for a solo podcast. Usually, like I'm only doing an hour, I've almost done two hours. So I wonder if I could carry this out to, I probably could if I wanted to. I'm not going to though, don't worry guys. Um, it's a lot of words for a solo podcast um doing nearly two hours by myself but yeah i hope you guys kind of enjoyed this topic um if you have any questions that you want me to cover off in next week's episode i could do a a a pre pre log i could jump in beforehand answer the questions and then let that part roll or ask them answer them afterwards um because I haven't really put out any question box. I remember I had this plan of like, I'd put out a question box on a fucking Monday, record on a Wednesday, and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's been pretty unpredictable um, lately. But anyway, um, yeah, I think it's a pretty good topic. I went into a bit of rambling. I listened back to it. This is off topic completely, but apologize if you could hear me swallowing heaps. Usually I'm pretty self-conscious of that and I'll lean back. Um, but listening back to it, I was like, ugh, that's gross. So, I mean, if you didn't hear me, don't go back and listen because fuck that. Who wants to listen to someone swallow? Um, but hopefully in the second half 
of, of uh, as in which will be next week's episodes, I don't swallow as much because it's kind of gross hearing someone swallow on a microphone. Um, like I was, I think I touched on it before, but I always seem to drink so much when I podcast. More than I do when I train. Maybe it's because my words per minute are just fucking insane. But um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like, I don't think this this first episode on alcoholism or alcohol around training isn't going to be super heavy. There's not going to be a bunch of super cool information in it, but it's a good um, intro to it. The next week's one will be where all the juice is at. And then the last week's one will be where you get a bit of personal information on me. I tend to I go into a bit of a ramble about um, some stuff that I've kind of been through recently and over my life um, and why I hold the certain specific position I do on alcohol. Um, but, you know, you'll just have to wait for that because that's in the fucking next few weeks. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of glad that this has gone on as long as it has, um, this episode, because I think the next few weeks are busy for me, so at least that way I've done a nice chunk of recording, I can just put an intro and an outro, and I can guarantee you're going to get an episode over the next three weeks, as opposed to me being like, fuck, putting out something half-assed, um, I actually almost did it like a 20-minute episode last week, which I probably could do, but part of me, I want to get to 50 episodes. I really want to get to 50. So if I put out a 20-minute episode, I'd be like, it doesn't count. So I don't know if I could count it as an episode or not. Um, but anyway, we're, we're path, path that now. We're path that now. Found like Mike Tyson. Did you see the video of him punching the shit out of that dude on the, the plane? It's fucking wild, man. One person you never want to mess with is Mike Tyson. Um, what cool podcasts? Oh, shit. So, because I haven't recorded in so long, so much stuff has happened that I'm sure is going to come out over the next few weeks. But I listened to a podcast, Rich Roll's podcast with Terry Crews. Please go and listen to it. Um, it's actually, he does talk about his dad being an alcoholic in that episode, and it's a pretty good episode, like he talks about, I think he was an alcoholic, no, he was addicted to porn, yeah, Terry Crews was addicted to porn, if you didn't know, um, go listen to it, it's cool, it touches off a lot of things, like there's a lot of shit that I'm going through at the moment, and working out at the moment, to do with childhood trauma, and stuff like that, which is another topic I'll probably touch on soon, um, but he talks a lot about that, and it's just, he's a super insightful person, he's just super big on, you know, kind of dealing with all that stuff and like dealing with it and not just letting it fester. Um, so please go and listen to it. Rich Roll and Terry Crews, really good episode. Um, if I was to shout out any other podcasts, I'd shout out this one, Towing the Line, give it a listen, really good, rate and review, like and subscribe, share it to your mates, share it with your mates, um, you know, talk shit, don't get hit, talk shit, hit the like button. I don't know, man, I'm just rambling, rambling on. Um yeah, happy days, um, baths, I was thinking about this the other day, I was thinking about this, I don't know why I was pondering this, but baths are weird, aren't they, like, it's kind of weird, it's like, let's sit in static water and soak ourselves in our own dirt, filth, let's wash ourselves with soap so that that dirt comes off and sits in the water we're sitting in with us. It's very strange. Um, I like to... No, I'm not going to say that. Let's keep that one for my brain. Um, I know when I used to have a bath, I would shower before I got into the bath so the bath wasn't dirty, and then I'd get out of the bath and shower after the bath. So all those people saying baths are good for water wastage, they're not, because I ended up showering as well as having a bath. Baths are relaxing, I'll give it that, but a clean in a bath? No. No. Not at all. No. Think about it. If you put fucking poo on your arm and you jumped in a bath and cleaned it, would you still sit in that water? Probably not. Um, that's kind of gross. But yeah, baths are fucking weird, aren't they? Anyway, I think that that's a good, uh, good indication that I have exceeded my mental capacity for this uh, this week's episode. Episodes. Um, Nearly two hours of solo recording is a lot. So I hope you guys have a fucking great week. Um, I'm so happy to be back recording. 
hope you guys enjoyed this episode like i said next week's a fucking good one and the week after's a good one i apologize if this one doesn't hit the mark but you know it's a good intro to the next few um yeah otherwise guys have a fucking rip a week i will chat to you in a bit diggity bit diggity dit anyway peace out homies (laughs) 